0: Hello, friends, and welcome to to The Fandom and Beyond. I'm Jillian. And I'm Annika. And we're so happy to have you all along for this adventure. We're going to be diving right into all of our favorite movies, TV shows, and so many other fandom-related subjects, talking about all the things that we love and even some of the things we might not love. So thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show.
1: Welcome back, everybody. Uh, Second episode of the season. Um, well second
0: of uh, the back half of the season. Yeah, the we'll back say. half of the season.
1: Um so this
0: episode has been a bit coming, you know, we we knew we were going to do it. It was yeah. already on our list. We had will be honest, we attempted to do it last week, but it did not work out no. that way. As so, those of you
1: in this area that we're in know, it's been actually as those of you around the world know, it's been incredibly it's been hot those hot. last couple weeks. Um and we
0: typically record these later in the evening, but the room that we record in is on the upper level of the house, so it's very warm and muggy Mm -hmm. up there, which makes it not fun. It
1: was not ideal. So, um we are back at it, trying again. Um so this episode is going to be centered around season two of Heartstopper, which premiered a
0: week ago. Ish. About a week ago. Um was that like the end of July?
1: Yeah, it was like July. no it was August
0: Oh, the beginning of August. August third, I believe. Um. Okay, so season
1: two of Heartstopper, obviously, which we've all been waiting for for a while, and as far as I know, I think they've, I think it's been confirmed that they are getting seasons three and four.
0: I th- think
1: so. I know season. I'm pretty sure season three is a go. I think um, so. I'm not sure about season four. But
0: obviously, we don't know how far along and and yeah, that they're are. obviously
1: not doing anything right now. Um, which fair.
0: Um, although I don't know if uh the UK is affected. I don't think the UK is oh. affected by our stuff. They might not be. I don't know. Somebody will have to let us know because it's, I don't know, because it's, like, different. But also, it's, I feel like also, with Netflix in general, you this know. This is true. I don't know. That's something to look into. Anyways. Yeah. Obviously, we don't know how far into whatever... Production or whatnot they are. Um. So,
1: season two of Heartstopper dropped. um, And, obviously, everybody's been obsessed with it ever since because we all knew... so. It, for those of us who've read the book, the the webtoon, we all knew, we all know the storyline of right. Nick and Charlie. We I know haven't everybody's...
0: finished. No,
1: yeah, um, I haven't finished either, so it's fine. I have
0: the first, well, not the first. I have the four, like, uh, like volumes. physical volumes of yeah. it that I have to read that I finish, and then I just bought the solitaire, yeah. one, and then I have another,
1: yeah. Thing. So um,
0: there's a lot, there's a lot of
1: story to Nick and Charlie and to all their friends and family Um, so season 2 delved into it a lot more and I so season 1 obviously mainly focused on Nick and Charlie meeting, finding themselves kind of figuring figuring themselves out out. figuring out their feelings for each other, right? Season 2, when we jump into it pretty much picks up I think it's like the next day Yeah, it's like right after Nick tells his mom um, he comes out to her Um, so we kind of see season 2 is very much we see I feel like we see a lot more of Charlie's struggle in Mm -hmm. season two um, where season one was kind of this like we we saw his struggle in season one obviously but um, season two uh, had a bit of a darker tone towards the end of it mainly because we all knew it was happening right we all knew that the um, the ED storylines were coming Mm. Um, it was we're those of us who read it were fully aware not happy Not ready for it. Yeah, it's
0: one of those things where it's like we're happy that... It's being discussed. It's being Yeah, that it's being depicted and shown and discussed and all that. But we're not happy that this, like, adorable human has to go through it. Exactly. So it's... It's a... What's it? It's a catch-22. Yeah. I think that's the term. Um,
1: So with season two, we were also introduced to um, a lot of new storylines, a lot of new characters. um, New characters to the show, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, So we have our main like our main friend group and then we also get introduced to um Sahar who becomes uh, who's one of the girls at Truem. uh is it right uh, no no
0: Tru I think Truum is the boys boy school.
1: school uh Higgs Higgs is the boy um, school um Higgs so we meet Sahar and then we also get introduced to James who is a friend of Isaac's um and then uh David who is Nick's brother Stefan who's Nick's father and then um Elle gets two new friends, Naomi mm-hmm. and Felix, who were fantastic. Um, and then uh Mr. Farouk, who is a teacher We've from been the comic. Waiting We've, for... I was all last season, I was like, Jilly, Jilly, next season we get him. We he's he's almost here. We almost get him.
0: Um and then I think that was it for yeah for the people that we get that we see more of because yeah. you know there's like a a few, there, there's a few characters that like we get we, introduced to but we don't see them yeah, for like super long we see more of Tao's
1: mom and we see Elle's parents and then we, we see, see Darcy's, Darcy's mom, mom. Um, so we kind of see and we see Tara's mom do we yeah, the sleepover when oh they, yeah, yeah yeah, yeah, so we see them, so we kind of introduced to them and then with those new characters we also got some new storylines, some that weren't actually in the book mm-hmm. um, in the book, so we got- I think
0: that's one thing that I like about the show is that because obviously you know like the 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 source material you know it focuses more on Nick and Charlie, yeah. whereas the show it's delving more into these other characters because mm-hmm. it's, it's been a while since I've actually read. I was just reading stories, it the other day, but as far as I remember, as far as I can remember, they don't delve too deeply into the other like no, the side we characters mainly, and we, stuff.
1: Mainly because the story itself is told from Nick and Charlie's perspective, right. um, so we see a little bit of Tao and L, and mm-hmm. we see a little bit of Tar and Darcy. But it's also I feel like it's also mainly them telling the others what we're you know right. kind of thing. Um, so we get to see a little, we get to expand on the characters more, mm-hmm. um, which is always nice. Yeah, and so. Uh, we had um so i believe in the book um Isaac's not in the book Isaac was yeah. created for the show in mm-hmm. the book it's all ed yeah. um and then in the show we also get James who i think is in the book but i I,
0: I think so yeah cuz he's, yeah. he's in the, he's in Paris with them yeah. he's at the party yeah as far as I remember, so, um, he's, they're like it's the same thing where it's like oh maybe it was James yeah so he's we get the only
1: other out one yeah so we get James and Isaac have their own little storyline and I really loved the way they portrayed Isaac's storyline. Mm-hmm. Um, it was sweet, but also like kind of heartbreaking because you're like you know that he's like he doesn't he doesn't understand like he, right. he's so confused by everything. He's so confused by all of his friends having all these feelings, and he's like I don't I don't know I don't he understand what I'm he supposed thinks... to feel.
0: He thinks that he feels something, yeah, and he, then he realizes, I don't feel that. Yeah, and
1: it's also, for him, it's scary, because he's like, I'm supposed to feel what everyone else feels, but I don't, and I don't know what's wrong. Mm-hmm. And, of course, James is like, there's nothing wrong with you. Like, it's fine. Which I found really sweet, and we stand James. Mm-hmm. Love him. He's a cutie. Um, and so that was really nice to have, like, enough, to have, you know, a little bit more to the story. And then, of course, Tara and Darcy have their um, side storyline as well, with Tara telling Darcy she loves her, mm-hmm. Darcy not being able to say it back. Mm-hmm. And it's also, um, it makes me think kind of, <laughs> I don't know, maybe this is just meh, but it, it kind of parallels to me the first season of, um, HSM the series with, um, Ricky oh. and Nini, how she tells him she loves him. He's not able to say it back. And because
0: of things going on yeah, at and, home. Yeah. And
1: same thing with Darcy is like neither neither Darcy or Ricky are able to say it back for reasons that they won't disclose. They're, they they do not feel, they don't feel, I feel like it's mainly they emotionally, they just can't figure out how to put it into words. Mm-hmm. You know, they don't know what to say.
0: It's like, they want, They're to, embarrassed, they just, almost. they just don't feel comfortable. Yeah.
1: And so for Tara and Nini, it's like, what did I do wrong? Is it me? Is something wrong with me? Is it a relationship? Like, mm-hmm. you know, so seeing Tara, Although I
0: would say there is a difference though in the two. Cause like, obviously like, in HSM, Nene and Ricky, they break up, and yeah. she gets with somebody else, whereas in Heartstopper, they have, you know, they Tar- Tar- Tara and Darcy, they have kind of a little bit of a, a small rift, but they never actually break up, yeah. and it makes them stronger. And, yeah, and
1: I think a lot of that is that Darcy knows, I think that Tara knows that Darcy loves her. It was just like, she's not saying it back, mm-hmm. but I don't want to... Make her think that she has to say it back. Right. I know. don't want to force
0: her into saying yeah. it before and, she's ready.
1: Yeah. And it was really sweet. And then of course we delve into more of Darcy's home life, Oof. which is one that we don't see in the comics. Yeah. Um, and me and Jillian both were like, we were ready to fight. We were ready How to fight
0: punch her mother through the TV because that was. I just. Ugh. And it, it sucks. Honestly, it sucks when parents are like that. Yeah. And and it's sad because that is a reality for a lot mm-hmm. of queer youth. Is that they they hide that part of themselves because they know that their parent won't accept them.
1: Exactly. And, and then they, they
0: find it easier yeah. to pretend at yeah, home and, and pretend yeah, and in and public, we kind of you know? we get
1: the the difference between like Nick and Darcy or no. Uh yeah, I guess kind of like the different family members of all the characters, right? So you know you have Charlie's parents who Parents and sister who all know he's gay. They're all fully aware of this, but you can tell that his mom and dad are kind of like, or at least his mom is kind of like, I, I don't want this to distract you. I don't want this to but be that a was burden. more of like I, you know what I'm saying though. Yeah. Is she's a little bit harsher on him, whereas like Nick's brother is an ass. Oh, okay. And then you 100%. have you know you have Darcy's mom who's a whore. Sorry. Um. So it's just kind of like you have like those all those characters who kind of have their own way of dealing with the situation that are not you know, you've got, helpful. Yeah. I don't know where I was going with that. Yeah. Mind. Um, and so we get those storylines um, and and one of my favorite storylines to come out of the season that everybody's already just like fully grasped onto is Imogen and Sahar. Okay. I love Imogen.
0: I love her and so I, much. I think I said it in the first season because we did an episode about season one and I yeah. think I said it on that episode. I was like, I love her. She's adorable. And then she just, like, elevated it this season. Oh I just love her even more. My favorite thing. so cute.
1: My favorite thing is the meme that came out after, the, I think after the trailer came out where we see her with her beret and yeah. everyone being like, why is Imogen the girl who studies Duolingo for, like, a week and goes to Paris is like, I know French. Yeah. Like, I was like, 100%. That would be her. That, 100%. And I
0: absolutely love her. And I, like, I her. I am 100% on board of her and Sahara. Like- yeah, her and, her and, uh, the blow up that she has with Ben. Oh my gosh.
1: Okay. So I will say, so we obviously, obviously none of us wanted to see Ben, right? None of us wanted to see him back. And actually I was reading about, um, Sebastian Croft, who plays Ben, him Mm -hmm. talking, he is he like the president of the Ben Hope. Yeah. He's the, he's the president of the Ben Hope hate club. It's on his, um, Instagram. But one of my favorite things is that, he had done it. He did an interview recently where he talked about how he's not coming back for season three. Mm-hmm. So Ben will not be back. Um, and he even says in, uh, the, what it was like, cause the he says second he's like leaving. The I think school. it was the second to last episode. Um, let me see. Uh, yeah, I think it's, I think it's the, yeah, it's the second to last episode where essentially, Ben is like you know I just want to apologize you know I'm not coming back to Trum next year for sixth form or whatever um and they're kind of like okay and and he was talking about how he's not coming back and I think he was saying that essentially him and Alice are both of the agreement that Ben Hope doesn't get a redemption arc that's not where his storyline's going, I'm, and I was like, "Thank you."
0: I'm more than okay with that because not every character. Yeah, and needs the a thing. redemption arc. Me
1: and Jillian are always supportive of redemption arcs. We always when are. they're when, deserved when the character deserves it. If you, Ben, if does you not if you SA somebody, or if you if you gaslight. Which mm-hmm, I have thoughts on gaslighting. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, okay, you guys don't understand. Jillian no. has been rewatching <laughs> Smallville. Okay, even and even watching I've been now. watching. I've been like seeing it while I'm like sitting out here. You guys don't understand this boy. Like,
0: I'll be watching it, and she comes home, and while I'm watching episodes, and she she'll kind of stand there for a minute and watch it, and then she's like, "He is such a gaslighter." Clark Kent gaslights everybody in his life except for Chloe. <laughs> okay, but. In the beginning, in the beginning of the show, he does. She doesn't find out until okay, uh, season the end of season four. No. Okay, but of, that's what I'm saying is after like Chloe finds out, she just knows. There's there's no like he, he still he still tries because she doesn't she finds out but he doesn't I know notice. she I finds know, out until later. That's what I'm saying is he just gaslights everybody. Like okay that we just watched she was just
1: watching an episode where he gets shot and he, you fully see him get shot in the side. Oh oh yeah. And yeah, yeah. Lois is there Lois. and at the end of it he's just like. They're just like, oh, it was just a flesh wound. It was
0: a great. I was like, no, it wasn't. But he's he only <laughs> got shot. Yes, he did. Listen, he's trying to protect his secret. That's not the point. He wanted to tell every single person on the planet. Yes, there were, literally there. Were, they had an episode where he did that, and then people turned against him. I don't care.
1: No, I just—it's so funny to me that he's like, I'm protecting my secret, and I'm like, honey, you're gaslighting people.
0: Okay, but he's not doing it to... There's a difference between what, like, quote-unquote gaslighters do, where they are, like, trying to, like... I know, I know. You know where I'm going with this. It's just, it's so funny to me. He's not doing it to hurt people. He's doing it to protect them. No, it's also funny, though, because there's
1: that episode that you were watching where, I think it was Zatanna, Zatara? Zatara. had like done something or whatever and when chloe's like open that door and he's like okay kind of thing and he opens it and he's just like this is really rusty and i'm like sir you're gaslighting yourself <laughs> now because you're like
0: wow there's no way this is no way.' because no, he didn't I, know that he had powers it's just
1: so funny to me because i'm like you
0: idiot anyways anyways back
1: on track um, yes okay redemption arcs for characters right we are always fully in support i think of we them. did an
0: episode about them and yeah when they are well deserved yeah. and done right, U- and we usually don't lie. it's
1: for the characters that you can tell, that you can tell that they're not a bad person; they've just been dealt bad hands. Mm-hmm. Whereas Ben Hope, you could, and I was rewatching, so I was watching um, Mended Light did a reaction to a Ra- uh, ah. reacts raw. I need to, to watch that um, to Ben Hope and that scene with him and Charlie in the first season when he's like trying to kiss Charlie mm-hmm. and then Nick comes in and pulls him off. Right, right. Um, and he reacts to that and he essentially in the beginning in the very very beginning of the clip he was like well I don't hate him because you know that you know something's up and then the second he tries to kiss Charlie when Charlie says no he's like so you know how I said I didn't hate him (laughs) and I was like it's true because here's the thing if you if you knowingly are going to assault somebody or gaslight somebody or attack somebody if you do it
0: once there's a high chance you'll do it again exactly
1: so it's kind of like a sticky situation and it's like at that point I'm like no we're not we're not gonna do this this isn't you know that's not how that works
0: then hope can live in misery for the rest of his life i don't care yeah exactly and so i'm very pleased that they and he agreed was horrible to imogen too mm-hmm. so and and you know for a fact that the only reason he
1: was with imogen is to keep up appearances mm-hmm. he didn't care about her and she even knew it she later she, she realized like, it yeah she was, she was like you know like, you never cared about me even nick and ugh, i hated it when Nick went up to her and he's just like he's a bad person kind of thing, and she's just like, well, why? What did he do? And he's just like, I can't tell you because it
0: it's not his to tell exactly.
1: And it's the same thing with when Imogen was in the bathroom with Charlie and Nick, and she's just like, were you and and Ben? And then she's just like, you know what? No, you don't have to. You know, and they agreed like it doesn't have to be talked about. Mm-hmm. Something happened. That's all that matters. You know. Um, <clears throat> and so proud of them for understanding like this is not a character that gets a redemption arc. He's mm-hmm. not coming back no, we're not going to talk about him again, which is, is good. You know, finally there's like, Hey, he's nobody likes so him. I feel like we
0: see it too often in shows where it's like a character does like dis like absolutely despicable yeah. things. And then they get some kind of redemption. And it's like, not every character needs or deserves the redemption.
1: Yeah. It's kind of, it's one of those things where it's like, you never know. And it's, um, Oh, what was it like with, um, Oh, there's one show in particular I'm thinking of, and I cannot think of the name of, of who it was now. Um, I'll think about it later and then I'm going to yell it at Jillian because yeah. I'm going to remember.
0: It's absolutely true. Or um, you, like, you'll think of it later this evening and text me and be like, yeah. And I'll be like, what are you talking about? Exactly. Um, it's just really good that they
1: understand the situation and mm-hmm. they're like, he's not a good person. He's not a good character. Well, he's a, he's not a good character, but he's also not a bad character. You know, he's kind of yeah, like. It's like. He's a good villain. Yeah, but he's a
0: horrible. He's person. like that good adversary, almost. You know, yeah. Like that he's a, he's good at being like that he, antagonist. Because he's able to, he's able to
1: press he's able to press people's buttons. He's able to mm-hmm. push their buttons and kind of, you know, get them
0: to like. Right, but that doesn't mean he's a good person.
1: No, 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 no. Because um,
0: like it's like, yeah, you may have some crappy stuff going on in your life, but that doesn't excuse you for being a terrible person.
1: And it's it's just one of those things where you're like I don't you don't know how to feel about the situation mm-hmm. you know um so it's i it's like I, I just
0: kind of want to compare real quick because like you know he said that he's like you know with my parents I can't be myself mm-hmm. type of a deal Darcy can't be herself around her mother but it doesn't make her a horrible person no yeah it just means that there's that part of herself that she has to hide at home but then when she's out with her friends mm-hmm. she kind of overcompensates in a way and is like extra funny extra you know affectionate type of a deal and so I don't know it's it's that like that uh, comparison you know of like yeah you can have horrible stuff going on in your life but it doesn't mean that you have to be a horrible person exactly and so very pleased with how that ended up um, and I did like the I know a lot of people like talked about the visual of at the very end of that scene where you see, like, the 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 rainbow, rainbow. like, coming across the ground, and then it's just, like, focused on his feet, and before, it's, like, maybe, like, a couple of inches away from his feet, and then he turns and walks away. It's, like, that was, honestly, like, it's such a good visual Mm -hmm. of, like, him, like, Rejected, continuing to yeah. reject that side of him in yeah. a sense, publicly is, reject that which side, which is
1: like it's it happens. That's how some people. I mean, there live. are people
0: that go like the majority of their lives I rejecting mean, have, that part of themselves. You have
1: uh, the you have Mr. Farouk, right? So Mr. Farouk is another character where he even says he's like you know when you don't realize that you're gay until you're you know your late your mid late twenties or mm-hmm. whatever you kinda of miss out on things. And it's like, yeah, that's
0: true. But and of course we difference... don't we don't know why or how you know, like obviously yeah. we don't know the circumstances I, behind him. Yeah. But I feel like it's less of him like of him denying and more of him just not realizing. Yeah.
1: Um and so with Mr. Farouk and Mr Ajay, when we see them so like for those of us who've read the book, obviously, we know their story. We know how they you know, where they end up and whatnot. We mm-hmm. know kind of how they get together. And I will say the second um he showed up i was like oh it's happening
0: and then they got to paris and i was like oh it's happening it's like so much happens in paris in the original book so it's like so exciting to finally have that happen Mm -hmm. and i think one of my and okay i
1: know i I mentioned this to jillian several times that the only line that i'm so salty was never in the show was mr farouk is pizza french and just going no and
0: like, I'd, i I'd,
1: i wish it would just just for to just just to have am, it in there i am i am
0: glad though that the the one scene that i think a lot of people were excited yeah. that made it into the show was Darcy when she walks in on Nick and Charlie yes. and she's like she's like Charlie oh you're being, being gay. gay no you're you're doing gay things oh yeah you're doing gay things Good, Good job. job. Carry on. Carry on. Like, it's so perfect. And I then, just of course... Love it. And then her line on the bus when she's like, are, are we, under we underwater? <laughs> Why can't we you see, see any fish? fish? I mean, hey, it's a plausible, so, like... It's a valid it, question. Yeah. And also,
1: though, there were, like, there were so many bits that made it into the show that I was really happy with.
0: I feel um, like for... I feel like a lot of, like, iconic moments yeah. made it into Especially, the show. Especially, okay,
1: the one I was freaking out about, the the two that I was freaking out about the most, besides Darcy... Is specifically for Mr. Farouk and Mr. Jai was the vending machine where they mm-hmm. have their little conversation because I was like, yes. Yeah. And also, though, can we just the, appreciate the fact that they swapped the height difference and I'm living for it because it's everything to me. Um, I am a
0: sucker for height differences. 100%. And,
1: uh, and then, of course, the scene um, in the bedroom when they have their first kiss. And the fact that we see it from the window,
0: uh-huh.
1: oh man! I mean, technically, it was on the opposite side, but
0: whatever, it's fine.
1: I, I, I don't, you know, I don't have anything about it, so it's, it's okay. But I, I loved it. I loved all those little iconic moments. I also love that they kind of added things in, mm-hmm. kind of, you know, well, because you
0: know, cause especially because we've got some, you know, new characters, so they have to kind of add, add different things for those characters that obviously yeah. aren't any original and material. specifically,
1: you know, you have like Sahar and Imogen. One of my favorite moments. Because I'm pretty sure
0: the Sahar is in the original. She is, yeah. But Imogen, story. I believe,
1: is the only one who isn't. Yeah.
0: Um, one of my
1: favorite moments is, uh, specifically with those two, is when they're at Elle's uh, showcase. Yeah. And she's just like, well, you guys can't make fun of me for being the straight ally anymore. The token ally. Or the token now ally. Alice
0: Sahar is here, she's like,
1: I'm, I'm bisexual. But- and she's just
0: like, what?
1: What? And it's just like, she's just like, what? Okay, and it's just like she's like so
0: confused. She's like, uh. and
1: Sahar's just like, okay, this whatever. And I'm like, girls, okay. And then, of course, course you
0: got Imogen when she was when they were in Paris, and she's like, she's like, oh, it'd be so much easier if I was just into girls. And Nick's
1: just like, well, I no. And it's just
0: like, honey, you'll
1: you'll it's okay. Don't worry because okay, as everybody pointed out, the um the lighting has been a big thing with the show, Mm -hmm. and specifically in season one when you have. There are two moments. One, when Nick is at the party um, Mm -hmm. and he's backlit by pink, purple, and blue, which is the bisexual flag colors. Mm -hmm. And then Tara and Darcy, I think, I want to say that they're illuminated by the lesbian flag colors, but I could be wrong. Um, And then uh, in season two, when Sahar and her band are performing on stage and. Uh, Imogen walks up during prom and she walks up to the stage and first of all she looked gorgeous they all she, looked amazing everybody
0: looked fantastic I just I wanted to say I know I think somebody else pointed it out pointed it out online I don't remember where um, just like how sweet it was that all of Darcy's friends pitched in money so that she could get the yes. outfit that she felt comfortable with. oh my wearing. gosh I was so proud of that it made that. me so happy I was like yes
1: I love it's this like that is true friendship right and there. but then like when Imogen walks up to the stage and she's immediately backlit by the lesbian flag colors and everyone's like,
0: yeah! So many people are waiting to, like, are praying that we get, uh, like, a like a gay crisis moment for Imogen oh in season gosh. three, too. I need it
1: to be one of those things where she, like, barges into one of their you know maybe the, the whole group is together and she like barges in to like Charlie's house or something when they're all sitting down on the couch and she just walks in she just goes
0: I think I'm a lesbian and they're all just and then everyone and then like Dar- Tara and Darcy stand up and they just go yes I know it would absolutely 100% be Darcy okay so like Imogen walks in right and she's like she's like I think, I think I'm, a I'm a lesbian and then Darcy immediately is just like just slow classes, just like welcome to the club, yeah. bring it in, bring she's it just in. Like,
1: she's just like, Yes, yes you are Or and she's or like, Oh we have a, we have another one Or have them all kinda of look at each other and just look back at her and just go And, and your point. <laughs> okay? And she's just like, Huh Okay, but so then, I'm the last to know. Yeah, but then, of course, there's also the stories that I've read where she goes to Mr. Farouk and mm-hmm. Mr. Jai for advice. I did advice, read one like
0: that, yeah. Where she runs in, she's just like, I'm having a bit of a crisis, and they're like, okay. I did re- read a really sweet one where she, I think Nick and Charlie are hanging out. I don't know if it's, like, supposed to be within canon or not, um, but she basically, she, like, she goes to Nick and Charlie, uh, but she's she doesn't realize that, like, uh, that Charlie is there because Nick is out yeah somewhere else and so she's like talking to Charlie about what's been going on with her and it it was just really sweet because then like Nick shows up again later but it was just it was really sweet that she's like confessing you know confiding in Charlie and I'm like oh yeah
1: and I mean honestly I think the best part about the whole season about the whole series as a you know as a whole is the the way that the friendships have formed Mm -hmm. in the group because obviously you know you have um
0: Charlie. Well, we know that Charlie. So Charlie and Tao have known each other since they were kids. So I think he said seventh or seventh year, year seven. I yeah, think is what he said. I don't know how old they would have been. They
1: looked maybe ten.
0: Anybody from the UK? I mean, we could easily look it up. But <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna look.
0: I want to because I. It's not this like obviously like it's not the same. No. Here. Uh, let's see. Um. Uh, school grade. I don't think it's too different. But I'm not a hundred percent. Let's see here. Um, because I feel like year seven would be like seventh grade here, but I don't so, think that's correct. I think it's slightly different. Okay, so
1: year seven, which I think is what they said, right? Yeah, they would have been eleven or twelve.
0: Okay, so that's about and year six,
1: six would have been ten or eleven. So it's a se- year seven is essentially sixth grade here, right? Um, yeah, because I
0: think that like year one for them year is like one kindergarten. is five to six, yeah. yeah.
1: And then, yeah, and then uh, when they're, like, you know, the lower sixth, upper sixth, that's 17, 18. Mm -hmm. Um, And then, of course, A-levels is 16, 17. Right. um, And GCSE is 15, 16 kind of thing. Yeah.
0: Um,
1: Which is essentially their, GCSEs are their freshman, sophomore years, and then A-levels are their junior, senior years. Right. Um, Yeah, so they've known each other. So, uh, Tao and Charlie have known each other since they were, like, 10, at least 10 or 11. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, we don't obviously, know when Elle. I think, I'm I guessing I want to say it's like around Elle. the same time. That's my guess. Um, and then.
0: Because we know that they knew Elle
1: before she came out as yeah. trans. And then we also know that they've known Isaac for forever because, you know, they always talk. They're always together, right? Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you have Nick and Imogen who probably known each other since I think they, they said that they've
0: known each so other for a while because yeah. then they she also she said that she's known Ben for like since she was a kid about the same yeah so I'm pretty sure yeah because well, because I know because like in season one her and her and Nick hang out a lot yeah they're like in the same friend group so I'm pretty sure it's one of those things where like they've known each other for exactly years. yeah and
1: then of course you have um Tara and Darcy who I'm guessing have only have only known each other since they've been at Higgs
0: I'm, that's what I'm assuming. Then but, again,
1: it, then again, it's also the question of how old are they at Higgs? Like what's yeah. the,
0: you know, so it kind of, but then. Well, cause I know that Nick is a year ahead of Charlie. Yeah. And I think, I think Nick and. And we I, know that like, well, obviously we don't know if they're all in the same, cause they, cause like their, their classes work a lot differently than, than they are here. Cause like, yeah. you know. I think, well, Nick and Ben are in the same class. Because they both we know, were yeah we know their, that they're in the same year their they're A level they're in the same year because like it's it's different yeah
1: like things work differently over so there. um but anyways right so you have all of them in they're this, in they're season, within they're
0: within like a couple of in years in season each one other. they
1: all have their own friend groups right, right. so you have Nick L Tao and Isaac and mm-hmm. then you have Tar and Darcy and then Nick and Imogen and sort of like Harry and, 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 and like his Ben goodies. and Harry and all yeah those that guys. kind of group. and then as the season progresses. Progresses. You have Tara and Darcy kind of join the group, and then Nick joins. Well, the group. I
0: think Tara and does, well, they, were they already friends with with Charlie? And the no, movie? they didn't.
1: They didn't really know Charlie. Remember, because they met L first, and then Nick oh, that, already knew Tara. Right. Right. Okay. Is it yeah. Tara? Am I, I saying it? Wrong? I think it's Tara. Tara. Okay. I don't know because everybody pronounces it differently, so I don't know. Uh, but anyways, so you know, they all they all kind of have their own groups in season one, and then slowly they all start kind of forming mm. into one and then by season two Imogen joins the group and then Sahar Officially. joins the group. Um, and even James kind of joins the group, you know,
0: Toward so, Yeah. Closer to the end. Yeah. So they
1: all kind of, so they kind of form this bond with each other, the, the Paris gang. Yeah. Um, and so then seeing them all like band together for prom and to, you know, help with the prom committee and setting up and all that um, was really, really sweet. And just like the sense of, the sense of family within mm-hmm. that group is Found very Found family
0: sweet. is literally one of my favorite tropes. Yeah, hundred percent. And I definitely get that vibe from from these guys. Yeah, um, and
1: I one of my favorite um, like head cannons that people have is that Mister uh, Farouk adopts Darcy, like takes her in after everything. Yeah. Which I did. I am fully for. I would totally
0: be okay with that. I, th- I know I did when we were watching it. I did say to you, I was like, what if? she ends up moving in with uh, like she moves in with Nick which I wouldn't be surprised about either because like, like I his could see mom that. is so chill I'm like I, I could see it I think that would be really cool but I also I do love the idea of of Mr. Farouk taking her in
1: yeah I just love the idea of like I know there was one that I did I read. read
0: a story it wasn't like the best well written story but it was still pretty cute of where she like uh, she kind of essentially like he sees her on like the you know like on the street or whatever and he's like he, like, takes her back to his place so she can get some sleep. And then she just kind of stays. I think I read that she, same word, yeah. And then she realizes that him and Mr. Uh, Nathan, that they're together. And then she ends up, like, accidentally calling them dad. Um, like, sarcastically, like... Well, okay. The person that wrote the story... They literally use the scene from Brooklyn Nine-Nine when Jake accidentally calls kind oh. of dad. Like, they use that whole scene, but they kind of switched the words a little yeah. bit. Um, and I'm like, that's funny, but also, like... It doesn't work. Also, also, it's kind of like, you know, like you're using somebody else's... Yeah, I think... But, I mean, anything, it, was, it was still a cute story that was just
1: like... I think if anything in that situation, it would be more of a sarcastic, like, okay, dad, kind of thing. And then she kind of is like... bye, and then she leaves, and they're both Mm kind of like, huh. But I don't think...
0: Why do I want to write it? (laughs)
1: Do it. Write it. Um, But it's just, you know, it's a situation where I'm like, I think any of them would be willing to take Darcy in in a heartbeat. Oh, 100%. I think if Tara's mom knew what was going on, she'd be willing to let her stay. But I also think out of all of them, I think, like, Tao's family would be willing to take her in and...
0: I feel Nick. like, I definitely think that Nick's mom absolutely yeah. would.
1: Or even, or even it's, it'll be one of those things where they're all like, okay, so Darcy's going to stay with you this week and then us this week. And like, they just, they're like, we're all taking
0: care of her, you know, it just all becomes. I absolutely like, why do I just, maybe because it's the actress, but I just want Nick's mom to just become like her house becomes like the hub oh, for 100%. all of the kids and they all like congregate at her I mean, house to just I've like, I've already chill decided out. that that's I mean, what my did... house is going to be. Yeah. When I get when I have to house. they didn't they have they had their prom party they went to. They yeah, had their prom party there Nick's house. Yeah, Nick's but house. But I want it to be a, a thing where like his mom is like inviting the kids. She's like, "Oh, you haven't had anything to eat. Come." Kind of like kind of like the Percy Jackson with yeah. Sally, that kind of feel where oh, it's, yeah, like, she becomes like the mother to all the friends, yeah. you know. Um, you know they all, you know, obviously elle has got great parents and Tao has a fantastic mom, but I just love the idea of Nick's mom just being like, "Yes yeah yes, come to me
1: um and it's just like tara and darcy were really sweet this season and i felt i felt bad for tara in the beginning because i or like towards the end because you're like she knows that something is wrong but she but darcy, darcy's not
0: saying anything yeah darcy
1: yeah. won't open up and then when she finally does and she's like you know you only knew half my life mm-hmm. i didn't want you to have to deal with the other half mm-hmm. um and it was like no darcy honey you are soft and sweet and we love you you mm-hmm. know um I, just, I really
0: did like that scene of them. I thought it was a very uh, powerful scene yeah. in a certain sense. Um, I thought they played it really well, too. Mm-hmm. Especially, and I, I especially loved it because I was talking about this
1: with my friends the other day, is that you don't get to see a whole lot of sapphic romance, mm-hmm. really. and
0: Or if you do, it's very tragic. Yeah. Um, and, we, and there Or, it's, that, there's or a, it's kind of like played up kind of like it's almost like the butt of the joke well there's that there's the meme that i
1: saw where gays get um gays get like the cutesy you know cheesy rom-coms whereas sapphic gets like surviving in a forest off Mm. like the bare bone minimum and you are killing and dying and i was like it's because women rule (laughs) and they will power through any of that like come on um, but it's, it is funny. Cause then you have like, you look back and you have the wilds and you have that show first kill and you have yellow jackets and you're like, Oh yeah, no, that's, tr- no, that's true. It,
0: there is definitely a glaring, um, difference between the representations, um, for those different types of relationships. It's very obvious. Yeah.
1: Um. So it's, it's another reason why I'm really hoping that we get Imogen and Sahar being together because that would be really cute. I
0: did I did like the... It's like a very quick scene. It's when they're all sleeping in the hotel room and the two of them are in the same bed and then Imogen has her arm yes. over Sahar and everyone's like, Yes, yeah, we know what you are. Yes, we all are fully
1: aware. We all know what's happening. Um, And like everything about the whole season was really great. I mean, obviously there were scenes that we knew we're coming, weren't too, we, it's not that we weren't happy. It's just that we knew they were coming. So it was mm-hmm. really hard. And especially like, um, specifically in Paris, you know, you have, uh, you have Charlie. It's so here's the thing at the end of season one, it was kind of this thing going around where there was the scene with him and Tori when they were in his room and he was playing the drums and she kind of comes up to him and they hug and whatnot. Um, and everybody was like, Oh, this is the start. This is, this is where it's happening so we all knew that it was coming and then season two rolls around and we were like okay and then you, you gotta just, prepare and then as the episodes go you kind of slowly start to see those moments of like mm-hmm. oh oh no
0: okay. you kind of like if you it's like if you know what's happening then you you see the stuff and you're like okay yeah. this is yep and, and then obviously like if you haven't read the source material and you don't Know the storyline is coming, and then when it does hit, you're like, you can go back and rewatch and be like, okay, yeah, the little hints were there, but there's just subtle enough that Mm -hmm. you don't notice unless you know exactly. And I feel like that's kind of how it is in real life, too, with with people that have that do go through that, where it's like for people, like most people that they encounter, they don't realize because they're not looking for it, yeah, you know,
1: and it's and it's like watching. Knowing the scene was coming and then seeing Charlie actually faint, you were mm-hmm. like, Oh no. You were like, Oh, it's happening. And then, you know, with him him and one thing people love that pointed out that I i loved about the the season is how much of a listener Nick is. He's oh, not yeah so and um somebody pointed it out in the final episode too. So there's there's a few scenes, but the first one obviously is when they're in Paris and when Nick is asking Charlie about his ED and kind of what's happening and Mm -hmm. what's going on. And Charlie explains a little bit and Nick kind of sits there and he just goes, okay, okay, just, you will promise me that you'll try that, you know, we can work on this, blah, blah. blah. And, you know, they have this conversation, but it's a very, it's a very open and very like listening conversation. It's like Nick's not
0: trying to fix anything. He's just, I'm here for you, whatever you need. Exactly. which was
1: really, really nice. And then, the second scene is at the very end of season Ooh. 2. And honestly, Kate Connor and Joe Locke, like oh those my two, gosh. Need they knocked Emmys. it out of like, the park. Come on, man.
0: They What what would it be it. in the UK? It's the uh the BAFTA, the BAFTA,
1: yeah. Um yeah, cuz it's no, no, if they're TV, they'd get the the N- NTA. They would probably get an NTA. NTA or uh, no, yeah, it'd be NTA, I think. If you're doing a movie, it's a BAFTA. Oh. Um
0: I think British Academy of Film. No, it could be it either could one could be either one. Yeah. Well, because um, NTA is National Nash- Television, Television Awards. Awards and so then BAFTA is
1: the British Academy of Film and Television Awards, Right. I so, I don't Yeah. Um, Anyways. Actually, I might be wrong on that. Hold on. I need to check now on the BAFTA. I thought I was right, but then I said it and it sounded wrong. <laughs> Let's see. BAFTA. Uh, British Academy of Film and Television Arts. Okay. But it's the BFA. The BAF Awards. But. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways, um.
0: They so the end uh, essentially they deserve some awards that scene
1: right you have um, somebody pointed out the camera work in that scene so Mm -hmm. you have Nick on one side Charlie on the other right they're holding hands they're kind of sitting there together and Charlie's explaining all this he's explaining how he's been feeling he's explaining his past and you know kind of what happened and it focuses on Nick for a minute and then it goes back to Charlie and after Charlie explains to him about his past self harm. Instead, what they so there were, there are two ways that it could go. One is that they he says it and it cuts back to Nick and it shows Nick's reaction. The second is that the camera stays on Charlie and they chose to stay on Charlie, which is good because it showed that we are getting... We, it was focusing on Charlie and mm-hmm. his story and how he is reacting to the whole situation. Right, because it's like this is the first time he's, he's said, said it out loud, Yeah, and so... Because they easily could have... That's the vibe I was getting. Yeah, they easily could have made it about Nick's reaction, but instead they made it about Charlie's reaction to finally telling somebody, mm-hmm. which is a really smart
0: move on their I part. I feel like Tori knows... Oh, Tori 100% because knows. Because she she just feels like that type of sister that she knows, but she won't say anything unless he says something first mm-hmm. kind of a deal. Exactly. Like,
1: I just... I love her. And so it was really, it was a really smart choice to keep it on Charlie, mm-hmm. and then, of course, Nick telling him, you know, promise me that you'll tell me the next time it gets that bad. Right. That you'll next time you feel that way, that you'll tell me. Right. And, and I,
0: I really like that because you know a lot we see it too often in in media where it's like a character confesses that type of a thing to somebody else, and they're like, well, promise me you won't do that again. Yeah, and it's promise like, me that. That, you know, you won't, you know, basically promise me you won't do that again. And obviously, like, I don't know because I've never been in that situation. Yeah. But I feel like for people that are in that situation, they, if they, they'll feel more pressure. Exactly. And, and then that will make them want to exactly, fall and back and into that. And if they Because they feel like, oh, I, I have to keep this promise, but it's hard. And so I need yeah, to. Yeah, and it causes more stress. Mm-hmm. And it's the same thing
1: for for, like, with me, with my, how I eat and how mm-hmm. I go about that whenever I have people and friends who are like, well, promise me that you're going to actually eat today. And I'm like, I cannot promise you that I can promise you that I will do my best. Mm -hmm. I can promise you that I will try, but I cannot promise you that my head won't want to go do something else instead of eating or that my head won't feel sick. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's one of those things. So it's it for the worst thing you can tell somebody is promise me that you won't do it again. Or, or, you know, do you know how badly this is going to hurt me if you do like, no, it's
0: not about you. It's it, you about you have them, to make the situation know. about them and make sure that they know that you're there for them. And that's why I think it was a really good choice having Nick say, "Promise me you'll tell me if it gets that bad." Again. Yeah, so he can be there for Charlie. Mm-hmm. And it's not—he's not saying you need to stop. Yeah, like obviously, you know, he, like yeah. he wants him to not have to do that again. Yeah, but it's—it's it's a, a thing.
1: You know, it's—it's it's a very big thing to work through. And so, like, the way that Nick goes about it is makes him such an understanding boyfriend Mm -hmm. such an understanding partner and person in general you know Mm -hmm. he is able to say okay i know that something's wrong but i know i can only do so much to help and it it comes up in it's going to come up in the later seasons too um for those of you who've read the books you know that eventually charlie ends up getting um, admitted to uh, a facility for his conditions to to help him
0: i don't know if i've gotten that far yeah you have have i
1: pretty sure i don't know because it's in like i'm pretty sure it's in like volume four
0: I haven't read Volume four. 4. I haven't finished. It comes up
1: pretty quickly after, well, but I, maybe... I'm I haven't
0: going. finished, so I need to finish. So don't say anything else. Okay, because I'm pretty... I was pretty sure it comes up I think up I did read something quickly. about him going to a facility, but I haven't... I don't think I've reached that okay. point, or if I have, um, it's been a while since I've read okay.
1: it. Okay, anyways. Um, so obviously, you know, there's a lot of things that happen, and so we all know that, you know, we know it's coming, and it's going to be very heavy, but the way that Joe and Kit were able to portray those emotions... Was incredibly I feel well like done. They're going
0: to be able to do very well with those storylines yeah. that come later. Um,
1: and then, of course, there you know there are the other storylines that come into play with um, specifically with like Tao and L and how they expanded on their storylines. I loved their they. We were this freaking season. out the entire time, like because like they, we were
0: waiting. We're like we know they get together. We're waiting for it to happen. One of my favorite,
1: one of our favorite scenes, and we talk. We we were like freaking out about this because we had to go back and rewatch the scene. So in the first episode, when you, when we see Tao and Elle, there's a scene with them and a bottle of apple juice, right? And they're just being goofy and, you know, ridiculous. And he's like, you can have it. And he runs off. <gasps> okay. And then yeah, the where other scene is when they're in Paris and uh, it's the first episode where they're in Paris and they're getting food and whatnot. And at this point, L and Tao are kind of not speaking. They're kind of like on rough terms because yeah. it's after the, the botched date and Elle's kind so of like, kind I don't know. things are kind of awkward and weird. I was kind of like I don't know what to do, um, so you see them in Paris with the when they're up at the the canteen whatever. But also I I want to point out that I'm pretty sure that that um, Tao says I am a chocolate and not he says something like I am a chocolate croissant instead of it is a chocolate croissant. He says like je suis pain chocolat like instead of being like oh it's a chocolate croissant he's like je suis and I'm like honey that means I am like that means I I you know it's, it's <laughs> he tried he did. Um, points for trying and it was really cute but also the moment that people that I we freaked out about was they he sees the bottle of apple juice and obviously the label's in French but it's the same bottle but they have the caption okay. pop up that says apple juice and so he grabs it and he kind of looks around and he sees Elle and he looks back at the bottle and then it cuts to him like rushing past her and like slamming down on her thing or like putting it down on her thing and then running away and she's kind of like okay and then she's kind of like smiling at it and you see him behind her at the table, a couple of rows behind her, and he's, like, watching her over his shoulder, and then before she has a chance to look at him, he turns around, and then he, like, scoots his chair in again, and then she looks over and is smiling, and you're like, honey. Yeah,
0: cause he, well, yeah, because he's watching her, Yeah. and he's kind of like, he scoots his chair a little bit, but she doesn't turn around, yeah. and so he still watches her and scoots his chair again, and yeah. then she looks, and as she's looking, he turns away.
1: Yeah, and you're like, honey, you... And then she,
0: you can see the little smile on her yeah, face. And- it's, this is another They're thing with, idiots. like,
1: with relationships, how, like, both of them are concerned about ruining their friendship. Mm-hmm. Neither Which of them is a valid to, concern. Yeah, of course. Um, but also, one of my favorite relationships to come out of their relationship is Nick and Tao. Mm-hmm. How, you know, in the first couple episodes, Nick is like, hey, how's everything with Elle going? And he's like, what? No, she's my best friend. What are you playing? Like, no, shut up. And he's, like, so defensive. Mm-hmm. Well, cause because I
0: think a part of you know, part of it is because he's still getting used to nick being around he still hasn't hung out with nick in a way that will allow them to form a good friendship exactly and then and then
1: later as the episodes go you kind of start seeing Tao being willing to like talk to him Mm -hmm. and then i think it's at the prom when they're setting up for prom and Tao finally opens up to him a little bit Mm -hmm. he's like this is what happened with me and Nick is like, oh, this is what's happening with Charlie. I don't know what's going on. And then they kind of have this conversation, right? And it's a really smart way to kind of get Nick to realize, okay, I need to approach this in a new way kind of mm-hmm. deal. Um, and so like their their friendship was really sweet to me. I was like, okay. I, like,
0: I liked the, the development of it because it wasn't an instantaneous oh, dude, I love having you around. But it also wasn't a complete like, oh, you're still here. You're still around. It's like Tao is happy that his really good friend is really happy, but he's still trying to figure out how this new guy fits into their friend dynamic. Exactly. Their friend group, you know, Um,
1: which was really smart. Um, I mean, everything about Paris was really well done. I just, think I just
0: think it's funny. Cause I think we talked about, it. we mentioned this when we were watching it cause they in the, in Europe, they can take a day trip to other yeah. countries you know, they can go to like another country. They can just take a bus yeah. to another country, and like a couple of hours. Here, you drive a couple of hours. Grant, more than like more more likely than not, you're going to be in the same state. Yeah, you know. And also,
1: like here, our field trips were to like a college or to, uh, like we went to the was it we went to the. And we've
0: gone to like amusement parks and stuff yeah. like that before. Like it, it depends on like what yeah. grade you're in. Yeah, but whereas or, like, I'm like we zoo. never went
1: to France, so.
0: Yeah, why not? I almost had the chance to go to Japan once, I think. You almost had the chance to go to D.C. too. No. Okay, no, no, no. It was D.C. Yeah. It was D.C. In fifth grade, I almost got the chance to go to D.C., but my mom wouldn't let me because she, she wouldn't have been able to go with me and she didn't want me to fly by myself without her. And I was <laughs> really Jillian has remained salty about it for forever. Well, you were. I'm not, not as, as salty because I finally got to go to the Spy Museum we last which is summer. Why I wanted to go to DC in the first place. Back then I was <laughs> and like, let me 10. just say
1: the Spy Museum is just as epic as you think it will be. It was
0: fantastic. I almost cried getting off the elevator. It was really
1: fun. Um but anyways, so it's like, yeah, it is really funny that they like cuz I even I was even talking to one of my chefs about it at school because she is from the UK. And she even mentioned one time she's like, "Yeah, you know, we went to went to Paris one time on a field trip." I was like, "What?" She's like, well, it was only about like six hours. I was like, oh, okay. I was like, that's that's fair. I was like, that's not as.
0: That, that, I still just that, think it's I just think it's hilarious the difference between like American field trips and like field oh, trips no. in the in, U- in the like, UK why? because it's like that's not fair. they can go to like different countries, on just like a day trip and you drive the same amount of time here and you're in the same state yeah essentially it's depending kind of, on where depending kind of on sad. where you're going and where you live you know um
1: but just like everything about paris um which was i think the storyline that people were most excited for um was between paris and charlie's big storyline that you know is come you know this whole thing that stretches out um and i think mainly people were excited for charlie's storyline solely to see joe act mm-hmm. the storyline to see him kill it yeah um, but also, like, there are a lot of little things that happened in the Paris storyline that everyone was excited for. Of course, you have like Nick telling Nick, kind of like telling Harry, no, you know that that was fun. And then, of course, the party, Tara's birthday party, um, that was hilarious. The vending machine that I was excited for. Um, I, have- I just
0: I I was gonna say something about the party and then I lost it. Never mind.
1: Um, and then, of course, you have. Uh, is it um like the truth or dare?
0: Okay, maybe that's because that I was, was like mention. that was like
1: direct from the book essentially. Yeah, especially with with everyone after they're like, who gave you the hickey? Yeah, and everyone being like, oh, oh what? No, it was not there. Oh, come on, you know somebody could be outed. And they were like, it was like all of those lines were directly from the book. And then Nick just being like, I know who gave it to him. It was me. Yeah, and I was we're like, t- yes, dating. boy. I was like, yes, and I love um, it.
0: One thing that I know a lot of people have pointed out. Um, is after Nick comes out to, like, to like the group, you know, and then he, like, posts a picture of him and him and Charlie, and people still refer to him as being gay instead of bisexual. Yeah. And there are people that, you know, of course, that are, like, they're like, oh, uh, why does he keep saying bisexual, blah, blah, blah. And then people who are actually part of the LGBTQ plus community are, like, that's, like, a real thing that happens. Bisexual I, people tend to have their identity... Erased. Uh, erased by people cuz they're like oh no you you're not you don't you're not bi I, you're you're gay it's like it's, no i'm bi as somebody who is bisexual in that community like it's
1: the most frustrating thing when people are like oh so you're gay i'm like no i'm mm-hmm. not they're like so you're straight no i'm not i'm attracted to men i'm attracted to women i'm attracted to everyone that's how it works just like how just like how some people are attracted to nobody some people are attracted to everybody
0: mm-hmm. some people like it, that's just how it works they're, they're, I'm attracted to the male species. Yes, I so don't know why. So it's just like it was so uh,
1: the amount of times that he had to say "I'm bi." Actually, like mm-hmm. I actually joked about with Jillian about getting a tattoo with where it's yeah. pre- in parentheses. It says "I'm bi." Actually, because I think that would be I hilarious. think it would be
0: really funny, and if you know, you can just hold it up whenever you need Sup to, guys. Just how you doing? Or I just get on funny. like my middle finger? And so that way, I can flip people off and be
1: like, "Well," and they'll be like. Uh huh. I'm. I'm. But I'm. Go. Go. Duran. Go. Duran. Go. Dre, Go. Get that as a tattoo where it's go. Go. Duran. But it's like spelled out. Go. How Durang. he says it. Yeah. yeah. No. Um. But Anyways. so that would be. I like. I love joking about that. I was like, mm-hmm. I want to get that. Um. But also the amount of times that he had to say it, especially mm-hmm. like, he had to say it. You know. I mean, was, like to his
0: own brother. You and know, and his father. His you know, being asshole. like, hey, no, I'm by. Just you're aware of this. You know, that's not. And, like, the, what his brother is saying, it's like that. I'm sure that's what bisexual people hear all the time. It's like, oh, just admit that you're gay. Stop trying to yep. pretend, you know. It's like, have the courage. It's like, all it's, the time. It's not, they're not trying to pretend. It's like, it's completely real. Like, you know, it's it's a tough, tough spot for people in that community. My heart it goes out. Thanks. It is because it's... I'm an ally. <laughs> it 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 really is hard because
1: um and i so i have there's been a a person of that i know of who um you know i've been affiliated with them i've associated with them we did a show together um and they were very vocal in and it was they said it in a joking manner but it was very vocally about like oh bisexuals don't exist blah blah blah. Mm i think but the thing about it is, is that for people who are, who are bisexual, who identify that way and who have dealt with that, it's not funny. Cause it's yeah. just like, it's like, how would you feel if I told you, oh no, you're not really gay. Cause you haven't been with a guy. Obviously you're straight. Mm-hmm. Like it, it's the same deal. It's just one of those things, you know, that you, um, but so it's just one of those things where you don't. You don't get to say
0: that to people. You don't mm-hmm. get to erase their identity. And also, like, if somebody hasn't come out as bisexual yet, if they were to hear that, it's probably going to make them feel even more yeah. like, I can't say anything.
1: Exactly. Because then they're going to start thinking, like, oh, is that not a thing then? Am I not allowed to identify that mm-hmm. way? You know, and it's, so it's really it's hard. It's like really it's hard, a confusing
0: and... enough time as it is internally, I'm sure, yeah. to figure that out. And then to have people that you know invalidate that without knowing that they're doing that for you yeah, exactly and I mean like I've known I was bisexual since I was like 12 mm-hmm. so mine it was more of just like
1: one of those it was it wasn't hard for me to understand it was more just like am I sure I think I'm sure I I, I think I think I'm sure and then the older I got and I've been on dates with girls and I'm like I'm sure <laughs> I'm like yep I'm sure um so it's just like it's just one of those things where it's like you don't get to invalidate anybody's mm-hmm. feelings or anybody's um, identity just because it doesn't make sense to you.
0: Right. That's it's not, like It's it's not f- about you. Yeah. You know.
1: It's like how it's... It's just... It's frustrating. And especially to see it on TV. But the... And it's... I think it's mainly just frustrating because it's true. Mm-hmm. Because all of that happens. Um, it's still happening. It's happened in the past. You know, it's just one of those things that
0: it has to be... It's... Mm-hmm. You know, we have to deal with. I, I do want to say that, like, I am... I do love... When Nick eventually stood up to his dad and oh his my gosh, brother being so like, you know, I don't care anymore. You know, he's like, I don't care anymore about what you think. Yeah. I'm not doing this for you. I'm doing it for me. And I love when his mom came outside and was like, and I'm just, proud of you. Yeah. And you him know. and it was although I, my heart broke, though, when he was just like, you know, why doesn't he care? Oh,
1: yeah. And he's oh. just like, he's really not a good father, is mm-hmm. he? She just has to be like, no, he's he's not. You know, Olivia, I don't know why. Olivia why. Coleman, right? Olivia Coleman. Yeah. I oh. love her. Legend, um, icon. What, one thing I will say, is I mentioned this to Jillian, when David first showed up in the episode, right? So, oh, yeah. obviously, for those of you who read the book, you see David, right? We see David. You know how he looks. He has like that. He has kind of the hairy hair, the hairy the hairstyle,
0: hairy, hairy hair,
1: like the hairy from the the book. Yeah, his hairstyle, where it's kind of poofed up. It kind of poofs up mm-hmm. and doesn't go. It goes swiss, and so it makes sense okay (laughs) it Um, makes sense if you if you could see
0: her doing that
1: um, but so when we first see him in the show i was like oh his hair goes foosh instead of foosh so i was like so he's not going to be a dick he's not gonna be as much of a dick as they make him in the book and then he starts talking, and I'm like, oh, okay, no, he's, he's a dick. It was
0: very funny. I was like, she's I, like, oh, maybe he won't be as bad. And she's like, no, he's as bad. It was a very quick turnaround of me being
1: like, oh, no, I think he's, oh, no, no, I was wrong. I was very wrong. Like, I was really hoping. And honestly, I'm kind of glad that they didn't, didn't make yeah. it less because. Yeah, but I was like, yeah. I was curious. I was like, oh, okay, he seems, he looks a little, he, because in the very first few minutes, you, it feels like he's going to be like, oh, hey, Nick, you know, kind of thing. And then he starts talking, and I was like, oh, never mind, you're just as bad as I thought you were going to yeah.
0: be. So it's kind of like, okay. So yeah, so it's just a. I I like, it's like as much as it sucked seeing his brother act the way he did, I'm glad that they kept it like that, because unfortunately there are people like yeah. that, and a lot of the time it is family members that act like that, and it sucks, but it's a reality, and as much as we... I'm sure all of us especially people in that community would love to just see happy stories all around for people in the community. Sometimes it's needed to see those tougher situations so that yeah. it can be talked about and people can understand and then be able to find safe spaces for themselves, you know. Yeah. And it's and so it's really I guess it's just really
1: it's hard to watch but it's And I think it's mainly hard to watch because it's the truth, you know. Mm -hmm. um, And then you have like the difference between like them and then uh, like Tao's mom and Elle's parents, um, Nick's mom, and you know Tori. Like all of them, I
0: I love Tori. She is such a good sister. Her straw. I love her straw. <laughs> I just, I love it because she looks pretty much exactly as her counterpart in those. She in sounds exactly as energy. I imagine her counterpart to sound. Right. And she just, like, she doesn't care. You know, like, it's like she cares, but she doesn't, you know? It's like she cares about her family, but she doesn't care what other people think. Well, one of my favorites. In favorite. a certain sense, and I love when she, like, basically is, like, almost trying to, like, hurt david that was one of my favorite at scenes at the table is she like too. digs her her nails into his arm and then she, when she kicks his phone and is like you're a sat you know you're a pathetic little man yeah also we talk about my brother like that again I'm one of my you. favorite
1: like, scenes yes, of clean. her where she's like silent is uh when i think it's in the first episode when nick is or when charlie's talking to her and she's just like are you sure about this kind of thing and he's he's just like he's just like yeah i want to make sure that nick Never feel scared or blah, 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 blah He never feels how I did. Then yeah. He doesn't get and bullied. you see, you see her face slowly morph from like worried to more concerned to genuine, like scared. Mm-hmm. Like she's genuinely scared. The, what's and like to the happen. tears
0: that are like yeah. haven't fallen yet, but you can They're clearly right see them. right there. Cause you oh, know she did she's fantastic. So
1: scared for her brother
0: and she's scared mm-hmm. for Nick. And like, it's like she had little screen time, but she made it count. Yeah, and she it was made really the little screen time she had completely count, and I love her for that. Um, so it's just like all of the characters
1: that were in it that made that impact. You're like, oh man, you're like, okay, you guys, mm-hmm. and especially like the parents, some of the other parents, like watching Tao interact with Elle's parents that was cute and then even Tao interacting with his mom I hit, oh I loved his mom my favorite. I love
0: how excited she was about, about him Elle. And Elle that she was, was like, so cute I have cute. to tell I have to tell this person and this person's like you're so cute
1: you're so cute I loved her and I loved Elle's parents and like the way they reacted to, like my and okay actually somebody pointed out the difference between how Elle's mom reacted to her um her skirt and top at mm-hmm. one point point. And how Darcy's mom reacted to her pantsuit. Mm -hmm. And how Darcy's mom was like, no, you're not wearing that. Blah, blah, blah. You know, that's ridiculous. And how she says um, to Tara, you know, who who else can be honest to you about your outfits than your own mother Mm kind of thing. Whereas with Elle, her mom's just like, it's short. And Elle's like, mom. And she's just like, what? Do you want me to lie to you kind of thing? Like, she's very like, come on, you know. And like the playfulness of their scene Mm -hmm. versus the utter, like gut-wrenching trauma of Darcy's Mm -hmm. scene is just so heartbreaking. I wanted
0: to, like, pull Darcy out of the TV and just hug her. Yeah, and it was was, so,
1: so heartbreaking to watch. So sad. But, like, they did a good job.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Um, And, I mean, I think they all did a fantastic job this season. everybody killed it. Especially watching, um, I think one of my most favorite moments, but also was, like, really, like, oh, like, okay, was um, when, uh, when Isaac kinda blows up at everyone.
0: Oh yeah. When he comes out
1: of talking to James and they're all like they're like, ooh and he's just like, No. He's like, I know this is how you guys live your lives, but this isn't how I live mine. And just stop talking about he just gets so like he's so frustrated. Mm -hmm. He's so fed up. And I was like, honey It was
0: so well done and like it hurt in a certain Mm -hmm. way, but also he wasn't wrong. No, he wasn't. You know?
1: Because that that genuinely sometimes,
0: you know, sometimes people do put the unknowingly put pressure on you. Yeah. Um, for relationships and not everybody is at that point or will ever be at that point with their lives. Yeah. And I mean, I, you know, I've, we, as
1: people who, as two girls who grew up in the church, you know, Mm -hmm. we dealt a lot with pressure for getting married young and mm-hmm. getting in a relationship and I you mean know.
0: occasionally we still hear it sometimes but from, not as often not luckily. as much anymore as we used to yeah. Like, because like I I know for a fact that when I was like my late teens early 20s I'd hear a lot from specifically from like people I was close to being like oh when are you dating are you thinking about that it's like no yeah and That's it's not what's and right on my the mind. And here's the thing. And it, for me, it's like, not that there's nothing wrong with that. Like yeah. I do want to get married and have kids one day, but it's not a priority for me at yeah. this moment. In and my here's life. the
1: thing for me, I felt a lot of pressure for it, but also in my head, I was like, I was like, okay. When I was like 17, I was like, I'm going to get married when I'm 22. I'm going to have my first kid at 24. I'm going to have my second kid at 20. Like I had it planned out. I was like, this is what's going to happen. Cause I was like, this is what everyone does. Mm-hmm. And by the time I hit 18, 19, I was like, Okay, maybe not. Maybe I'm going to wait. And then I hit 20 and I was like, oh, okay, no, I'm going yeah. to take a minute. Like, no, And
0: it's like, I just turned 27 and I have several friends who are right, right around my age that I grew up with in church that are all married and have kids already. And I'm like, I'm thrilled for them. Like, I genuinely am very happy for them for getting to that point in their lives. I'm just not at that point in my life yet. Yeah.
1: And so it's just really... It, it's, it was hard to watch that scene with Isaac because mm-hmm. I was like, I know how you feel, bud. Like, when everybody is in a relationship and they're like, oh, are you going out with so-and-so? Are you doing this? And I'm like, no, I'm not. Mm-hmm. Just letting you alone. I think alone. you've
0: experienced that more than I have of people yeah. being like, oh, are you dating this person? And I'm like, no. I've had, I had it a little bit in high school of, like, my friends just being like, oh, you and this person. Like, I was like, you know, because, uh, like, when I went to school dances, I only went my junior and senior years. Um... I typically went with... I just went with my friends, right? Yeah. Um, Because it was just easier because I knew we'd have a good time. I knew it would be fun. And there was a couple of instances where my other friends would be like, oh, you two would be really cute together. And I'm like, oh, thanks. But it's like, that's not where my head's at. Yeah. And like, I
1: also have... I have a friend... um, I have a guy that I'm friends with. And I... There's a potential I have feelings for him, but I'm not entirely positive. It's kind of one of those we're just with each other every day.
0: Mm -hmm. And...
1: I've mentioned it a couple times to people that I know and they're like, Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You have to ask him. Oh my gosh. You have to ask him about this. this is amazing. And I'm like, okay, but let me do things on my own terms, please. Let me right. do things at my own pace. Cause I can't do it at your pace. That's not how that works. My brain doesn't work like that. Um, so it's just like watching Isaac go through that. You're like, honey, take things at your own pace. Don't he, he doesn't need to find all the answers now. He doesn't need to know everything mm-hmm. now. And it was really tough to watch him deal with that because you knew that he was just so scared and so frustrated with not understanding how he felt
0: mm-hmm.
1: Um so I was really proud of the I, way that
0: he depicted that and the way that they deal with that and I did like the scene where he does finally come to that realization of oh maybe this is me when he's, when with he's the, at the, the, gala, at the, the opening. gallery opening and he's talking to that other person the artist that had created the piece and yeah. they're like yeah, this, I'm, uh, what do they say? They, they said, said, I'm,
1: they said, this is my experience. This is my depiction I'm of being aromantic, aromantic, asexual. Right. Um, and I have a friend who is aromantic, asexual, and he himself is like, yeah, no, I'm, I was in a relationship with this person, but I realized I'm aromantic, asexual, and it wasn't anything that appealed to me anymore. And mm-hmm. they kind of had to come to that realization. And he did. And he, you know, he's happy now. He and he's have, awesome. He's yeah, a great person. He doesn't
0: have any problem with it. Right. Um, and it's like, you know, he's one of the best is, people I know. Oh, he's so fun. Um, great singer yes um and i love the way that they kind of depicted isaac coming to that realization um i know a lot of people point out like the the animation that happens around the characters and like the lighting shifting uh,
1: i think it's there's butterflies
0: i think with that one yeah and just like you can see like the almost relief Mm-hmm. on his face yeah to be to realize like oh there is nothing wrong with me and then when they're at
1: prom and he sneaks into the into the library and he and he mm-hmm. takes the uh ace book yeah and i was like baby don't worry you're okay i was like you are gonna be just fine i promise i think it was also just really hard to see isaac like that because he's such a relatable character especially and i know people point out the fact that the books are the most relatable like i think of my favorite scene of him is genuinely when he's walking in the bookshop and he's just carrying the books. I
0: actually, I mentioned that to Sarai. I mentioned that to our sister. Cause she is like a huge book nerd. Like she's been a love in love with books she's for a long, like her entire life. Um, and I was telling her about that scene and I was like, that would be you. And she's like, yeah that's true.
1: I mean when she was in high school she had a she had a plan and she almost reached it of reading every single book in the y a section at our library and then yeah. they remodeled
0: well they 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 moved it moved to a different building and so yeah that's what bigger. I'm saying
1: is they remodeled and yeah. so she wasn't able to get hit them all um so it got a lot bigger. Um, But anyway. I mean, she would
0: check out like 20 books at a time. She essentially would check out the max,
1: which was 50 books.
0: And then she would read them in like two two weeks. Because they were
1: due in two weeks. And then she would bring most of them back. I mean, to be fair, she was also the one who would like sit on the couch with like her tray that had like her bowl of chili and chips. chips, and then a book. Reading a book while watching TV. Yeah. That was usually the go-to. I didn't
0: understand how she could do that.
1: Now I can. Well, Jillian, then again, Jillian also doesn't understand how I can read fanfics while listening to music. No, but I, I can't but I can't write fanfics while listening to music, but I can read them no problem. I
0: if I'm like doing something else, like I can't be doing something else it's while It's cuz I read fanfics. it's cuz I
1: read them while I, I I read them to the beat of the music. That's so funny. So, it's like, like you, I can
0: I can write to music sort of, it depends.
1: Cuz if I'm listening like say I put on say you put on um uh sorry not sorry. Mm-hmm. I'm going to read it to the beat of na 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 like that's how it reads in my head. Like that's the beat. <laughs> That's really funny. So that's just kind of what happens. I mean, sometimes I have to reread sections if I'm listening to the music too much, but, like, usually I have no problem with yeah. it because I, I zone in so much that I kind of forget the songs you've <laughs> been playing. That's funny. So, um, But, yeah, I, I think Isaac is one of probably the most relatable characters because he's just like, I don't give a crap about all this drama. I just want to read my books. I don't – although I will say I loved what the scene that a lot of people talk about is after Elle and Tao – when Ellen and Tao tell everybody that they kissed – and the Tao walks in and, and Isaac and Nick and Charlie are sitting on the bed reading the Where's Wally? Yeah. And everybody's like, Yeah. They were like, Yep, that's that's that that tracks. It was very cute. And and I think people were saying that it gives off like the um, like the mom, dad, and and like the child of divorced parents, like that kind of vibe, and I'm like, yeah, essentially, that's that's I, the vibe it gives.
0: I also loved all of like the little scenes that we talked about that were most likely, um, just kind of like the cast just like doing. Oh yeah, their yeah, thing. they they talked about the, the ad-lib improvised, scenes, which, the improvised scenes, the improvised.
1: Which I know they said the the setting up for prom was improvised. Mm-hmm. All of like the kind of background things that they're yeah. kind of going about were improvised. Also, I think the cast revealed that the scene when they're in the Louvre and they're walking around looking at the paintings, none of those people were there. They, yeah. even, they said they were like, how did they put those people there? Because it was empty when we filmed there, which means they went back and CGI'd all of those people, nice in, which scene. I find hilarious that they did it and it looks so good. Uh, yeah, it looks so seamless. And also that they're...
0: Um, if that is true, then that's hilarious. Well, they said
1: it. They said it in an okay. interview watching the scene. I didn't see the interview. Um, and then, of course, they're... Director or producer, I think, was the security guard that yelled at Nick and Charlie to get out and to stop smooching. That was, oh, like, yeah, you, you
0: did mention yeah. that, yeah. And I was like,
1: yeah. And then I think I also read uh, from the um, from the actor who plays uh, Darcy that the scene of Darcy's mom yelling at her to take off the suit was their first scene that they shot together. Oof. And that's like the only it...
0: scene they had together, too, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and
1: that none of it was like written, so they like. Improvise the entire thing, which, like, props Kudos to that man.
0: Major props, yeah, 100%. Um, out of,
1: okay, out of all of the... Okay, out of all the new additions of characters, who
0: was your favorite that they brought in? Okay. Um... Ooh, I probably... F- Mr. Farouk. Obviously. Yeah. He's definitely
1: he's definitely mine. My, my favorite. Because uh,
0: like some of the other characters are not good people. So yeah. I, I can't think, say that. I think my my top two favorite new people were
1: Farouk and Sahar. Because like oh, obviously yeah. Sahar is in the books but like this is our first she, time she, seeing she, Yeah. Her. She wasn't in
0: season one. Yeah. So
1: that was really fun. I loved those two. Who was um, who was your favorite like character who's been in it? Like who's your favorite character? Tori? Uh,
0: I feel like it's like a toss up because like I do love Tori, but she's not in it a whole lot. Yeah. But I love Darcy. Yep. And then I love Nick as well. Um okay. And Imogen, obviously. Yeah.
1: What about you? I think, because it's really hard, because, you know, they're so There's good. There's so many
0: good characters. I think... I do love Tao, though, as well. Like, I, it's,
1: it's hard to pick, because they're all just so good. I know. I think it's probably a tie between Nick and... Uh, probably between uh, probably between Nick and Tao honestly yeah. like I love Tao but I, I love Nick's scenes also I just love Kit Connor in general mm-hmm. so everything he does I'm he's like, a cutie yeah, he is I remember watching him for the very first time watching Rocket Man, and yeah. I was like this boy and then I realized it was him and I was like this boy <laughs> um, I, I just loved it well, okay what was your favorite like storyline that was covered
0: ooh because, obviously, there were quite a few. That is tough because there were some really... There were a lot of, like, storylines that were, like, handled really well. Yeah. Um. Honestly, I think probably, like, Nick's whole thing with, like... Coming out. Coming out okay. and then, like, having to deal with his family... Yeah. ...was up there because that was really... Handled really well, I think. Um. Also... Probably Tara and Darcy's whole there's their, little, their whole thing okay. this season. I think those okay. are probably like my top two. There's just so there's, I know, so, there's many so many good things this season. What about you? I
1: think, um, I think like main. Obviously, the main storyline is Nick and Charlie and like Charlie's, you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: mental health, you know, whatnot. And so, obviously, that's my like my favorite. But I think. Aside from that, it's going to be between Farouk and Ajaye, and uh, Sahar and Imogen, because I just love the idea of Sahar Mm -hmm. being like, Imogen, honey, you're, you're, you're a lesbian. There are not enough.
0: Imogen and Sahar fix. Oh, I know. There are not enough. I have some ideas, but and I have to think of them. part of me wants to write them. Here's my But thing. I also don't want to, like, butcher the characters, you that know? That is fair. That's all. I, I think I've I, said it before. It's like, that's my one thing when I'm writing for a new fandom. Yeah. Is that sometimes it takes me a while, because I, I want to, but I also don't want to ruin the characters and have people in the fandom be like, which oh, is why, what did you do?
1: Which is why I do my best to not write AUs for any new fandoms.
0: Mm-hmm the
1: only I've like I've written a you try to for, stick to as
0: close to canon as possible I've written a, a use while. for
1: SVU for Shadowhunters for Arrow but like yep. none of them are that out of out of the box you know well I mean I mean there is a witch AU for Sunny and Amanda but that's a whole other story um, so it's just like it's really hard because you're like, I don't want to butcher it, but mm-hmm. I also love them, so I don't know what I'm going to do. Sometimes
0: for me, I'll, sometimes AUs are a little bit easier when writing for new fandoms because I don't have to stress over canon stuff. I can kind of, I can be like, okay, yeah, guess, they don't act like canon because it's an AU yeah, source, I guess, so I can make them a little bit, I'm better. Know, I'm okay with writing, a
1: like, high school AUs and college AUs um, as opposed to, like, these like completely like brand new universes right, kind of things right. and then also like canon divergence mm-hmm. are big you know so it's like i've written be some of those
0: um but no like i i part of me wants to write some saharan image and stuff i yeah. also think it would be fun to write something with uh british vernacular uh no no, no. i mean i've written british vernacular yeah. before for stories um no of uh Mr. Fruit taking mm-hmm. in Darcy. I think yeah. that would be fun to write. I've considered so it. So yeah. we'll see if I get to that point. I think it would be fun. Yeah. Um, I think. I think this season was very
1: well done. Oh, absolutely. Um, there was a lot that they had to cover, mm-hmm. um, and I think they did it well. Me too. I think the actors and actresses are phenomenal. They've all done incredible work this season. I can't wait to see what happens in season three.
0: Absolutely. What do you what do you want to see most in season three? I the thing I'm most
1: excited to see. Well, okay, obviously I'm most excited to see um, Charlie and Nick deal with everything that's going on and the way that Nick handles it because mm-hmm. we all we know how he handles it because we've seen it or we've read it, but we haven't seen it yet. And I will probably tear up most likely. Um, I don't but think I've cried yet no. with this show. But other than that, I'm excited to see how those two side relationships turn out. Mm-hmm. How Farouk and Ajay because in the books. It goes differently than it does in the show. In the show, they, we don't see them after Paris until the final episode when they're like... In, or the last two episodes when they're like, invite him to the dance. And Nathan's like, okay. And he does. And they kind of have this moment where they're like, yeah, maybe I can take you out to dinner. And you're mm-hmm. like, okay. But then in the book, I believe, we when we see them, there's a scene of them getting out of the car together. They're like, They drive to school together. Mm-hmm. And they, like, kiss each other and they're, like, have a good day at school kind of deal. Gotcha. Um, so I'm excited to see how they do that because I would, I, the one scene I want the most is the entire school finding out that, or the entire friend group at least, finding out that they're dating. That like, maybe, so good. maybe they all, maybe all they they all haul up in, uh, haul up in, um, Mr. Ajay's room for, like, art or whatever. Yeah. And then next thing you know, like, Farouk walks in, he's just kind of being, you know, Whatever he's just like, hey babe, you know they didn't have this, but blah blah. blah. He kind of and they're started, and
0: Darcy's just like,
1: babe, <laughs> and they're just like, what? And they're all just like, oh, okay, did not know you were all here. Good to know. And then he just leaves, like he's just like, all right, I'll see you at home, kind of thing. But also, I'm excited to see how uh, Imogen deals with her own kind of like awakening and kind yeah, of realizing 100%. like, hey, something is happening. I need to know what's
0: going on. I definitely want to see that storyline, too, because, like, we obviously saw, you know, Tara and Darcy already together when the show started. But we haven't seen um, uh, any, like, realizations from anybody that are lesbian. Yeah. So I think it would definitely be interesting to see that um, play Mm -hmm. out on screen, especially for somebody who is... Presumably, assume she's been straight her entire yeah. life. You know.
1: Although, okay, let's be real. I feel like Imogen definitely has had feelings for girls, but hasn't. But chalks them up to being like, "Oh, you're my bestie." No,
0: th- exactly. Like a lot of the story, a few of the stories I've read, it's been that, yeah, like, that like mindset that they've written for her, being like, "What I thought was romantic was just friendship, and what I thought was friendship was romantic type of deal." Yeah. So, so I, I definitely, definitely
1: think I, I, I am pretty sure that's the route they're gonna go. They like better. Because I need it. I need
0: it. And I mean, obviously, we don't know what's going
1: to happen next. We don't know when season three is going to come out. We don't have any answers, Mm -hmm. which I'm okay with. I I have, we have time.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. All in all, the season was fantastic. Cannot wait for season three. Uh, We talked about a lot, but there's definitely things I'm sure that we forgot to mention. So, if there's something we didn't mention that that you want to talk about, please let us know. We'd love to hear from you all. Um, Let us know what your favorite parts were this season, what your favorite storyline that was handled was, favorite characters, least favorite characters, all that good stuff. We'd love to hear from you. Um, You can find us on Twitter. I am at JillyBean729. That's G-I-L-L-Y-B-E-A-N-729. I'm at MamaReleasy. That is capital M-A-M-A, capital R-O-L-L-I-S-I. And you can also find our podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and on Tumblr at TTFabPodcast. So come on, let us know what you thought. We'd love to hear from you.